Hello, and welcome back to the Checks and Balances Podcast, your source for investing insights and entrepreneurial tips. Today on the Checks and Balances Podcast, we're going to be interviewing the co-founder and entrepreneur behind a local startup called Shift Auto, Marcus Aman. Marcus is going to tell us what it takes to disrupt a stagnant industry using technology and pure entrepreneurial grit. Hello and welcome to our second segment here on the Checks and Balances Podcast. Today our topic is on Shift Auto, the on-demand auto servicing application. I'm here with Tyler Curley and Marcus Aman. So Shift Auto is an application that will allow you to order repairs, preventative or scheduled maintenance, and will alert you to recalls on your vehicle right from your smartphone. They'll pick your, up your vehicle, repair it, and return it to you, all without you having to visit a service center. If you've ever been to one, you know it's not a fun trip. Marcus, I am really excited to speak with you this morning probably as excited as I've been to talk to anybody on the podcast up at this point, really talking to a true, true startup. Give us a little background on your inspiration and how you came up with the idea. Thanks, uh, Tyler. I appreciate you having me on your podcast. Uh, So the inspiration to to come up with this idea, uh, I've worked in the automotive industry for 12 years, 10 of them managing a service department here in Greenville. And the number one complaint that I had from customers was that it took too long for car service. And then, uh, you know, the objection to any work that was needed after they were in for service was that, uh, you know, they didn't have enough time to have the work completed. So I was looking for solutions to help the consumer because uh, nobody's super excited about bringing their car in for service. So I was trying to figure out how I could solve that problem and make it a better experience and also benefit the, the service facility and dealership. You know, one of the challenges that dealerships has uh, is retention, uh, you know, holding on to customers after the warranty period expires uh, and, and losing them to third-party places like Midas, Jiffy Lube, and other places uh, of that nature. And then the next thing is customer service scores. Dealerships struggle with customer service scores because they're offering the same things, uh, the same uh, lobby amenity-deprived uh, lobbies, uh, you know, a lot of times they have issues with staffing and things of that nature. So how could how could we solve that? And and that's kind of where this idea was born. What is your place in the in the service industry? What do you where do you see yourself from a standpoint of what is your purpose between you and and the dealership? What are you what are you trying to accomplish for the for the dealer? Uh, yeah. So what we're trying to accomplish from the dealer is or for the dealer is uh, to drive new customers in uh, for, for the dealership. A lot of times uh, dealerships are they're, they're looking to grow their business. And, and they're currently just like, for example, the Honda dealership, they're just getting Honda customers. But what if they serviced all customers? You know? And that, that is a competitive advantage over a lot of other dealerships in, in the area. You, know, you service all makes and models, but you're building a platform that connects Consumers to your dealership because you do service all makes and models. So who is your competition? Because, you know, I am not up on the newest applications out there when it comes to my smartphone. Um, I am way behind the curve from a from a consumer standpoint. Mm-hmm. But, you know, day in day out, who are you competing against? Yeah. So so well, our main competitors 
you know, there's there's three companies. One of them is called Spiffy Car Care, um, which is a on-demand car care. They come out to you and do the oil change at your facility. They started off as a on-demand detailing service where they'd come to your house and wash your car, but now they're starting to do oil changes as well. Um, that's one of our competitors. There's another competitor called RedCap. RedCap is a, uh, a web-based application that goes on the dealership's website, much like we have one too, but we also have a consumer-facing app. That's what uh, separates us from RedCap. They also, RedCap also passes the charge on to the consumer and not to the dealer. So that's where we're also different as well. Our application is free to the consumer um, to download, whereas RedCap, you know, charges the consumer, and then they charge you per mile uh, to go and pick the vehicle up. I would think there would be tremendous liability for someone coming to my house and performing an oil change, tire rotation, any sort of thing like that in, in my in my driveway. Is yeah, that- absolutely. And 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 then you you know you have issues with. You know, how does the EPA feel about that? And then um, can you can you do a full multi-point inspection of the vehicle while it's sitting in the driveway? And if, if I'm a company running a business, the liability for me is for my employee <laughs> as well. You know, I don't feel great about them laying up under a car to change the oil filter in someone's driveway. Maybe one of the most impressive things that, that we figured out this morning, just for chit-chatting a little bit before we got started, was that you completely bootstrapped this whole project while working a full-time job. Let's talk about that a little bit because that may be the most impressive thing. You didn't go out and get a loan. You haven't gone out and raised money. You have entirely done this. So let's talk about that journey, You know, even starting from day one with the application process. How did you get going? Yeah, well, it all started with a, a napkin and a pen. You know, uh, my, my daughter was... Uh, about my wife was about to go in labor with my my daughter my my uh, two years ago, uh, three years ago, excuse me, and and I was trying to uh, put this idea to paper. I was trying to build this idea to paper. And once I once I finally had the process, you know, down, I said, hey, I need to proceed with this. I think this is something that that would work. And and you know, I worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. Literally in the labor and delivery room while my wife was about to give birth, I was working on it at that point. Do we need to cut that? So, no, the, okay. no, 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 you can leave that in there. But but uh, you know, she she was like, uh, I'm about to have the baby, and I was like, okay, okay, serious now. So I I shut it down and and, and went over. But but seriously, and, and it took a lot of sacrifice. It took a ton of sacrifice. Uh, you know and. Uh, working two, three o'clock in the morning, trying to get this thing going, and and meeting the right people. Uh, you know, I I met you know one of my co-founders, Peter Seymour, who has the technology side, who understands how to make something come to life from a picture. You know, <laughs> and and I had the the de- domain expertise, so he, I, I told him how it needed to be done. He, he made sure it got done that that way, and we have a wonderful. Uh, our, our CTO, our uh, technology officer, Matt Blackman, who's a phenomenal at what he does as well. What do you see as, you know, going forward, some barriers that, that you feel like that you're going to run into when it comes to your business? Do you, do you see, a, a, you're a disruptor. Do you see a disruption to your disruption, so to speak? Yeah. So, well, the first part of that, uh, we are disruptive. Um, one of the you know, things we're, we're running into an issue with now is going into facilities and selling our product to dealerships. And they've been doing business the same way. 
for the last 50 years. So how do you convince the general manager of that store, or the service manager of that store to think forward um, and, and to look at new potential ways to, to offer services to consumers that they like, you know, and uh, you don't want to be like Sears, you know, where you, sure. don't, where you don't change and, and, and grow with your consumer. And with, you know, companies like Uber Eats and Grubhub and Instacart and, you know, things like that, customers value their time. And you have to figure out how you can offer a service uh, that saves the consumer time. And people are willing to pay for convenience, you know, uh, more so than they are, uh, you know, brand loyal. They're more convenience loyal. I think what sets you guys apart, what, back to what is the team that you kind of put together, is how many people actually going into this space have your background? Because you started from the service side, knowing exactly how it needs to flow from the dealer's perspective. But also, we all know what it needs to look like from, from, a, from a consumer standpoint. It needs to be simple, right? And we've looked at your app, and that's one thing is the simplicity of, from the consumer side, you know, I, I don't really know what I may, may, may or may not need going in. Um, but that's one thing that, um, can you talk to talk about that a little bit? How, did you look at other applications and say, I want it to look a certain way? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we you, you always want it to be the most beautiful thing, you know, from the gate. But what you have to realize is that you have to build a skeleton version of it first and make sure that people actually use it. Because you don't want to waste all your funds and all your time building this big, beautiful thing that nobody uses. So the key really was build a skeleton version of what you're trying to do. Get it out to people and let them use it and see if it, see if it works. And then once it works and people like it, the demand starts rising, build a better, more beautiful version of it. So what we have now is kind of it's, it's still version one, but version one has evolved a lot. And we have better, a better design uh, that, get, that looks similar to other on-demand services, uh, but we have not put that design in the process yet. But we will. That's, you know, the design is important. It's not as important as having a working, functional product that, that how, people will use. How do you get customers? How do you get customers? So the way we get customers right now here in the Greenville area is, you know, word of mouth. We're, we're uh, using the dealerships when they sell cars. They tell the customer to download the application. Every service customer that comes through the service department and gets a receipt, gets a flyer attached to their receipt that says, hey, download the app next time for uh, free pickup and delivery. Barbara Hendrick offers free pickup and delivery. Um, and they service all makes and models. So that's one way they get customers, that organically. You know, uh, to go out and get new customers, obviously Facebook ads, social media marketing, you know, really using those, those platforms to try to drive new customers in. So, as far as customers go, how many users do you, would you say that, you, I mean, do you have any idea on the metrics of how many people use your app now, and what, what are your milestones looking towards the future? Yeah, well, so, so uh, you know, there's roughly, at, here at the Barbara Hendricks store, they, they sell about 200 cars a, a month, that's new and used cars. So, you know, if, if, if we had every user, you know, download the application, which is, you know, that's not going to happen to have every user. But it, just say, for instance, you did, uh, you got, what, uh, 12 times 200 is 2,400 customers in, in one store for a year. 
you know, in, in, in three years, you multiply that and you've got quite a few users in just one store. But if you did that across Hendrick, the Hendrick group's got 103 stores, you multiply that across all the stores they have, you can really grow users pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, people pay for users, they pay for data yeah. as well. That's what companies are looking for, data. And, uh, you know, that, that, that helps us. Because, you know, when you first sign up, you know, it asks for your name, your phone number, um, your email address. Uh, and, and then we have all the metrics on location. So when we use your Google, when you use the, the Google map that's inside the application and the route that we have to take, all that, all that data is stored for every pickup. So that's something we could we could export to a graph and look at and say, oh, look at all these. These are where most of our pickups are at compared to, you know, it's just using the same kind of business intelligence that someone like Uber or Lyft or somebody else would use. Where can the technology go? Um, explain that question. The question being, so you've got an application that does a really cool thing. It mm-hmm. picks up. It's a disruptive piece to uh, to the service business. Is there something that a next gen that you're almost still looking at? Because I can tell you, oh, yeah. thinker, what's the next generation of what the application can do? Oh yeah. So so right now, there's also another thing that we've invented. It's a timer that goes on the lift, the service lift. So once the car crosses the lift, the timer starts. So you know how much time you know the vehicle's been on the actual lift. So, you know, we've looked at things with RFID tags and things of that nature. So when the car pulls up on the lift, it sends a notification to the app and says, hey, your car's now being worked on, uh, which is already built into the app. There's already a service tracker, but it's more reliant on somebody setting the, the, the state, changing the state of that. Is that going to keep me from getting juiced when I go in there and somebody telling me that it took three hours to work on my car and it really took an hour and a half? 100%. 100%. A lot, you know, and... A lot of times throughout the day, you know, a service facility may have 50, 60, 100 appointments, whatever it may be, depending on how large they are. And, you know, they they come in with people come in traditionally with oil changes and then they figure out their car needs a lot more work than that. And sometimes those appointments take longer. But with this, you can, you know, your car is picked up. You can track it through each state and find out exactly how long it's been in there. Why is it taking 58 minutes to do an oil change? You know, those type of things. Uh, which is beneficial for the consumer, but it's also beneficial for service management of the dealership because they can go to a, it cuts out that chit-chatting 10, 15-minute, you know, wasting, you know, time. Well, it definitely sounds like uh, there's an increase in accountability overall. Uh, I know, you know, I've had a car in a service center before, and you're like, why is it taking so long? You'll call the service center, no answer. You know, I think something like that where you can look and say, this is what is taking this time, yeah. you know, I think it'll be more comforting on the consumer's end. Well, it, it eliminates the need for you to even have to call the service facility to schedule an appointment. It also eliminates the need for you to call back to check on the status once your vehicles arrive there. It eliminates those things. I mean, you may still have to talk to someone. You may have to talk to a service advisor because there may be a an issue that your car needs, and you'd, ra- you'd, you'd rather know that you had a nail in your tire than not know, right? So uh, he may call you. He could tell you through the application that there's an issue with your car. Um, but one of the big things the application does, too, is you, we use salespeople to go pick the cars up because they have time, right? You send a salesperson out to be proactive, not reactive, because a lot of your salespeople are just standing inside of a dealership waiting for somebody to just drive up on the lot. So use a salesperson. 
They go pick up a 2015 Honda Accord, and he takes a 2019 Honda Accord out, leaves the 2019 Honda Accord there for the customer to admire or either test drive, picks the 15 up, brings it in for service. So you see you see the servicing app as a, a jumping board for the, the auto sales as well? Both, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's, we, we are using the dealership's assets, but we're maximizing their assets. We're more maxim. We're making them do business in a different way. You know, one of the challenges right now uh, any car dealership has is used car inventory. Going to an auction to buy a used car is uh, is almost impossible. They, they cost too much. You know, based on market market based value, they cost too much. So by the time you go buy one in an auction and you bring it into your facility to recondition it, you have too much money in it to sell it to make a profit off of it. Um, but the best way to do that is to equity mine your database or get new customers and offer them a new car as well. And it's, it's a non-hassle approach. You know, we're here to pick up your car. We've left this one here for you to just take a look at. You know, if you're interested, let me know. If not, that's cool too. You know, it's just a very non-hassle approach to it. I would not think that car dealers would get in the business of looking at it from a strictly a loss perspective, meaning that they're not going to put go in, put add your service on, and strictly look at it and say, yeah, I'm doing that. I'm going to lose four, five, six hundred, four, five, six thousand, however much it costs for the subscription as a pure loss. There's got to be a way for them to recoup that and either a better customer experience or increased sales. And I think you've kind of been able to, what you're talking about is being able to hit on both. Yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, you know, initially, and then and that goes back to ch- kind of changing the way, you know, the, the decision makers at the facilities think. You know, a lot of times they're saying, well, that means I'm going to have to hire more people that may raise my personnel costs, which is my number one expense here, and I'm trying to lower that. But they have the people to do it, you know, and why not send a salesperson out? Because most, most of your cars now, quite honestly, are, are really purchased online. People know what they're going to buy before they even show up. They've already done enough research on it. They know what they can buy it for. They've already put inquiries in other places. They just show up to test drive it, pretty much. I mean, you occasionally have somebody pull up that sure. was just looking, and they end up buying one. But most of the time, it's online. So with this model, you're taking a service customer that didn't think about buying a car, using a salesperson, which they have you know, several of, uh, that, and most of your pickups are in the morning time, so you're sending people out to try to generate some business that way too. And, and you'll find sometimes that uh, that, that happens uh, pretty easily. So, Marcus, can you take a couple minutes and walk us through exactly how the app works? Yeah, 100%. So um, when, you, when you log in, um, it'll ask you to log in via Facebook or Google, that'll be added in actually this, at the end of this week, but a lot of people use a Facebook login, or you can sign up you know, by putting all your credentials in. Um, once you sign in, um, there's selection. You, know, you can do new pickup, you can manage your vehicles, you can look at your service histories on here, which is a big thing, because a lot of times you have your service repair uh, receipt in your glove box. Well, you don't need that anymore, because all the history is right here on the phone. Um, you click new pickup appointment, um, you can add a vehicle at, at that time, or you can select your previously added vehicle. So I'm going to select a 17 Pilot and have it serviced. You click Next. 
it'll pull up your location where you're currently at, or you can select a previous location. Um, I'll select the previous location here. It'll find the vendor in that network. So the vendor in the network right here in Greenville is Barbara Hendrick Honda. You click, the, you click that vendor, it'll show you the available services. So I'm gonna select an oil change um, and also a tire rotation. And I want my car wash too while I'm there. So I'm gonna select a car wash. And then I'll click next. And I want it done on uh, Friday the 24th. And it'll ask me what time is best for me to have it picked up between seven and nine. It's a two hour window because you don't know what's gonna happen with traffic or other things. So I, I want it picked up between seven and nine because I know I'll be at work at that time. We click next and I need my car back by two o'clock. So I'll select what time I need my car back by. And then I'll confirm that step. And it's gonna ask me, where do I get your keys? Key retrieval. I'm gonna get them from my reception, from the receptionist up front. I can put a custom note in as well there. And I click next and I confirm it. And it sends you to a service tracking page to kind of let you know uh, where your car is at in the process. Right now it just says that I've set an appointment because I've set it for the 24th. But on the day of service, you'll get a notification and it'll, it'll you know, say, hey, your car's now, uh, the people are on the way to have your, uh, pick your car up to bring it in for car service. And that's kind of how it works, pretty simple. If you want a trade appraisal at that time, you just click the button there and you can get a trade appraisal right from your phone without ever having to go in for car service. It sounds really simple, but make no bones about it, how much work went into that. Oh man, uh, I probably aged um, about three years uh, forward uh, build, <laughs> uh, building this. Uh, but, but again, uh, we, we had, um, we've got some great people on our team, uh, Mike, Mike Cohen, Peter Seymour, and, and Matt Blackman. And, and, and those guys are phenomenal. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be at this juncture. We wouldn't be where we're at. At what point, just to put you on the spot a little bit, at what point do you see this is what you're going to do 100% of the time? Uh, yeah, so I, I'd love to say uh, that's now. Um, I, I mean, I am working on it a lot of my time, uh, but in, in, until we get enough dealers signed up, uh, it will be hard for me to step away. Right now, we're, we're getting close to that. Uh, but, you know, and again, we're working with some, some big companies right now, potentially. And if, if that, if one of those pops off, then, then I'll be able to work on it 100%. What I really like is the fact that we could talk to our listeners and say someone that took an idea and still had a full-time job and was able to create a business without taking out any debt or raising any outside funds. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Well, you you know, and uh, start, starting a company, there, there's all kinds of excuses. You, I don't have enough time is probably one of the biggest things. <laughs> you know, uh, and sometimes I use that, I, you know, going to the gym. I don't have enough time to make it to the gym, but I probably do. <laughs> but 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 you know being being a being an entrepreneur you know you got you have to uh, there's never a great time to start you just have to start if you have an idea and you know you don't have to take out a loan you don't you don't have to you know spread yourself thin but what you have to do is be very passionate about what you're doing and the passion will carry you carry you to meet people that can help you and that's the most important thing um, you know and how kind of how we got started is. I met a customer of mine, a longtime customer, and we built that relationship. And he helped me get meet these other people that I needed to help to help us start building 
this idea. Do you see the auto service industry overall moving towards more of an Uber-esque smartphone-driven service market? Um, that, that's a great question. Um, I, I think uh, I don't know that it would move completely to an Uber-esque smartphone-driven service market. I, I think people still traditionally will bring their car in for service, um, but a lot of them will adapt the new way of doing service through their phone. People are looking at a more consumer-centric experience. Uh, whether it's bringing their car in or you coming to pick their car up, they're looking at a more consumer-centric experience that saves on time. With all the other applications in the world that are saving people a ton of time, and one of the biggest pain points, I mean, nobody's excited to bring their car in for service. Nobody hops out of the car and is like, yes, I love to be here. I'm so excited to have you know, my car serviced today. No, not one customer has ever done that, I promise you. But if you, can, if you can build an application that has a consumer-centric base to it, it gives you it gives you a, a a platform to gain consumers. Marcus, phenomenal conversation. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. How do people find you and download your app? Um, it's on the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. Uh, just type in Shift Auto. Uh, you may have to type in Shift Auto Technology, but you type it in. It's there. You and that is it. that is Shift with a Y. Shift with a Y. S H Y F T. Wonderful. 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 Well, thanks again, and we'll be right back. Are you wanting to take a look at your financial health? Our financial advisors are experienced and can help you make your money work for you. Call Robinson Associates today and schedule a free consultation. Reach us at 252-215-2241. That is 252-215-2241. Tyler Curley offers advisory services provided through Capital Analysts for Lincoln Investment, Registered Investment Advisors. Securities are offered through Lincoln Investment, broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Robinson Associates and the above firms are independent and non-affiliated. The views and opinions expressed herein are those of the authors noted and may or may not represent the views of the Lincoln Investment family of companies. Neither Marcus Mann nor Shift Auto are affiliated with previously mentioned firms.